Welcome to the VA Tourism Podcast, and I'm Kodri Benton Williams. The VA Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. My guests are Vin Bonham, the Director General of Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority, tells me Mauritius is ready to receive the world again and has been impressed with over 225,000 tourists the island has received since the reopening of its borders four months ago. I think revealed that South Africa has been instrumental to its success as a destination and the coming weeks and days will see a ramp up in air access from Johannesburg to Mauritius. Good morning, and we are here at the Meeting South Africa 2020, uh, 2022, and it's, it's a return of the event after um, you know a year or absence of not holding the event. And with me today is the director of Mauritius Tourism, and Mauritius Tourism Promotion Authority, right? And he's going to tell me more about what they are doing um, regarding the opening of, uh, of the country, the new tourism strategy, and above all, why are they here at this uh, event? Good. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Joseph. Thank you for having me. Okay, thank you. Basically, after 19 months of closure, we've decided to reopen our borders as from 1st of October. Okay. It's been six, four months since we reopened. And actually, the reopening has been possible because of a very successful vaccination campaign. As we speak today, we have around 80% of the population who have been vaccinated. We've also embarked on the booster dose vaccination campaign, whereby today we're sitting at 40% of the population has already received their booster dose. With this successful vaccination campaign, we've managed to open the country while observing strict sanitary protocols. For the past four months, ever since we opened since the 1st of October, we have welcomed around 225,000 tourists, out of which there were very few positive cases we're talking about less than 0.1%. And what I would like to highlight is that today, safety is the new luxury in travel, and Mauritius ticks all these boxes. In terms of marketing strategy, we have put a lot of marketing muscles, actually, on Europe because Mauritian tourism is very Eurocentric. And the second factor also was we have direct connectivity with Europe. That's one of the reasons when we reopen, we have around 80% of tourists that have come from Europe. But today, actually, as we speak, we are in Africa, we're in South Africa. And uh, with their Mauritius ramping up capacity, very soon, as from next month, we will have a daily flight from South Africa. We have Fly Safair also, who's starting operations as from 8th of 
March okay. on a twice weekly basis. We have British, we have Khmer, and we also have South African Airways. So South Africa and so air access to here is not quite very easy to South Africa. We're talking about one of the reason why we are here today is first of all South Africa has been instrumental in the development of the tourism industry in Mauritius. We're talking about pre-pandemic, about 100,000 tourists from South Africa who used to visit us. For us, South Africa is a proximity market. We're just four, away, uh, four hours away from Mauritius. And we've been actually diversifying all our segments. This is one of the reasons that triggered our presence in Meeting Africa, is that Mauritius being in the Southern Hemisphere is one of the rare islands that can, that can accommodate groups and incentives, mice, because we've got bed capacity, we've got air capacity, and we've got also infrastructure. I would like to point out that Mauritius has built its reputation on what we call the legendary hospitality. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and these are critical factors that determine a venue, a venue for incentives. Now, uh, for me, it's very interesting that you said, obviously, that uh, a great number of your you know, tourists are coming from Europe. But I've also known that in the leisure market in Africa, you, you know, be one of the uh, go-to places you know, in Africa. Uh, as we enter a new phase, obviously, uh, in, in the sector, are you looking up as you know, intensifying not just South Africa, but you know, across Sub-Saharan to, to, to entice you know, people to, to visit Mauritius? One thing that COVID has taught us is to be resilient. And to be resilient, there's no other option than to diversify. And we have embarked on a diversification on our markets. But one thing for sure which is critical to diversify is to have a clear access policy. And we are diversifying our markets, our presence in South Africa today. And is justified by the air, direct air connectivity that we have. After South Africa, of course, another another area which we would target would be Eastern Africa, okay. whereby you have Kenya Airways who provides which provide a direct connectivity to Mauritius. Ethiopia as well, I think. Uh, I don't know whether I don't know whether Ethiopia flies there, but so uh, so now you're looking at obviously diversifying. But let's look at. And a subject that has also been an uh, you know, important part of your destination, which is sustainability. Um, what has it become like these days with respect to sustainability? Because remember that when we went to COVID, it was one of the key things that came up. And in following, or if you like, consolidating your position on that, are you uh, developing new things? Are there new innovations that you know goes to say that? This is a destination that is not only about just coming, but you're looking at regenerative tourism. Oh, definitely. You know, we've been talking about sustainability for years. Though Mauritius is a small island in the Indian Ocean, 
obviously we are affected with the carbon footprint. But there are a lot of things that have been implemented in the destination when a tourist comes, which paves its way towards sustainability. Let me just give you a few examples. For instance, before granting any permission to construct, you have to observe the high water level marks. Okay? All hotels over 100 rooms have to have, is important and mandatory to have a water treatment plant. We are encouraging and inclusive tourism. We've got <coughs> there. The government is pro providing facilities to these operators for solar power. I mean, there are a lot of small things that are being done so that you know the the island. We've just banned single-use plastic. There are a lot of small things that are being done so that you know day by day the island becomes sustainable but let me tell you something sustainability is a journey yeah. it starts slowly gradually and it's a process okay now finally of course this event is a, is a you know mice event the business event we're here in terms of the kind of travelers that you're looking to go the event that you're looking to bring to Mauritius which are they and what is the, what is the current capacity? No, basically we have the capacity. Okay. As I speak to you, we, we have 112 hotels registered. We're talking about a capacity city of, a, of around 12,000 rooms. And what we've noticed here is that there is this desire for corporate companies to start traveling again. On our agenda today, we have had around five, six confirmations, and I'm sure this event will trigger more sales. I'm extremely confident on this market. Mauritius is safe. We knew how to do groups, how to handle groups and incentive. That's one of the reasons we're here. Okay, and finally, for, for anyone who's not been to Mauritius before, what is your word to that? tourist, that traveler, or that business person? See, uh, you've got pristine beaches everywhere. You've got turquoise water everywhere. You've got amazing waterfalls everywhere. You've got clear blue skies everywhere. But as I told you before, the USP, the DNA of Mauritius is the people is the population. We've built our reputation as a tourism destination on people. People come to Mauritius for the smile, for the legendary hospitality. And there's no tourism without the Mauritius. Okay. I said was my last uh, question, but just on that, on that part of hospitality, uh, how are you, uh, you know, making gastronomy part of what you sell? Okay. Mm. I would say, I spoke about inclusive tourism, okay? And gastronomy is a direct link to 
our population. Because as you are aware, Mauritius, people migrated to Mauritius. From, from Africa, from India, from China, from Europe. And they came, and that's what you call Lord de Vivre Mauritian. And from that came all the spices and the different cooking methods, which brought today towards the creation of the Creole cuisine. It's basically all these influences together in terms of spices, in terms of cooking methods, uh, which influence our cuisine. And uh, today what we see in modern, with the modern traveler, gastronomy is a key element. People, tourists come, they want to discover. And, uh, and I think we've done that quite well by integrating gastronomy as one of the criteria towards uh, promotion of tourism. I mean, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. 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 Yeah.